This episode of the Red Bull Ramp is by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Ramp. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Gwen Rochesco, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, and Maeve Dartinez. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is actually episode 389. Say goodnight to the bad guy. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Rest in peace, Reza Ramon. <clears throat> yeah, that's a little sad news. Yeah, this is the actual episode 39 because I miscounted last week. I didn't do a simple check of our, our SoundCloud account to make sure. For shame. Yes, I failed as the, the producer of the show. Speaking of failing, guys. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> so is how you really feel. Okay, you're a shit manager. <laughs> That wasn't what I wanted to play, but it still works. There it works. <laughs> I feel like shit. No, I mean, our shit manager is the one who says the roster's not good enough, so. <laughs> good point. So, yeah, uh, Red Bulls lost their first game of the year to Minnesota United, one nothing at home. <clears throat> Patrick Kamala should have had a penalty kick goal. He's failing his uh, role of golden boot winner for penalty kicks. Yeah. Um, Truman, do you have the tweets or do you need me to read them out? I got them right here. All right, here okay. we go. Uh, Fuerte Forte says, this is the same old story. Good pressure and chances, but can't convert. Op- opposition scores, they park the bus, and game over. Very frustrating year after year. Mm-hmm. Steven Santos at Creepy Taxi. Dude, that penalty taken by us was horrific, and second half we looked crappy. It was a cold, snowy, and shitty for a Sunday night home opener. Yeah. Uh, JBS at JBS319 said, when's the Gotham opener again? We'll have, well, Jay, we'll just have you look that up so you can figure out when that's going Yeah, be. I honestly didn't even put it on the screen. typing here. Tonino M said, first half, 2022 Red Bulls. Second half, 2021 Red Bulls. <laughs> uh, Laquinas looked good. I'd feel a lot better when he and Fletcher are on the field. And then we have Leo at RBNY Leo 10 said, what happened to Caden Clark? He dropped off massively, gave nothing tonight. Also, our fullbacks don't overlap when they need to. And Morgan is good, but shouldn't play a 10. And then replied by TJ, which was Caden Clark is from Minnesota. So he didn't play well. So his home team won. There you go. Yeah. So it's a lot to talk about. So let's, right, uh, let's get right into it with our dislikes. Uh, Pat, you can go first. What did you dislike about this game? Uh, I mean, 
I guess I'm going to say Patrick Kamala. I mean, I, I think it, it is quite clear, and I've harped on this in the past, um, the guy's not a designated player. He should not be on a designated player contract. He is not the difference maker that you need to be as a designated player. Uh, that penalty kick was atrocious, uh, absolutely awful. I mean, yeah, I understand he converted a bunch last year, uh, but that was just that was a gimme goal. And, he, uh, you know, everyone's talking about what an amazing save the goalkeeper made. No, he didn't. It was a horribly taken PK. And it, I'm sorry, if, if you're going to be a designated player striker, you got to score goals. you got to put more of an imprint on this game than Patrick Kamala does. And he, he just, he, he's nothing special. And I, I think, I, I don't think at this point we should expect anything more from him. Uh, so it's just, it's a waste of a designated player slot. Um, he's a best adequate and we just need more out of them, and we're not getting it. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty bummed about that. You're right, that PK <clears> sucked. <throat> if you're gonna fight, if you're gonna shoot in that spot, you got to give it more power than he did, because mm-hmm. it was too easily saved. Like if if the keeper stretched out, gets a hand on it, and the ball deflects out, yeah, you could tell he put some oomph on it. But I mean, the keeper dives and is just touching the ball easy. That that's weak sauce. A weak sauce PK take. Very upsetting. Uh, but what I'm going to touch on is I hated the lineup. I hated it. We had a ton of success with the two forwards. Why not stick with it? I, why change something that worked? I, that, I just don't, I don't understand that. Because maybe then with two forwards, you take a little bit of the pressure off the one forward. Yes, we know Tom Barlow is not the world superstar goal-scoring machine. But still, I... I don't understand it. I hate it's. It's like you're out thinking yourself. Mm-hmm. Play with what worked in the last game. I don't understand. Doesn't every other team in sports do that? Oh wow, we won a game last night. All right, let's put the same lineup. I will probably you know have success. And if you don't, change it during the game. But I, that I just I I hate it. I just I hate the change like that. Hate it. Yep. And my dislike is going to be the majority of the second half, right? We've <laughs> seen this is unfortunately a running thing with the Red Bulls since Jesse Marsh took over in 2015, where they've consistently been down facing an opponent whose game plan is then to sit back, absorb the pressure, and counterattack. And time and time again, this team has shown that they can't create the chances on their own without forcing turnovers further up the field. You have to be able to have a plan B. We've always talked about that. Tom Barlow trying to go for a bicycle kick in the penalty, penalty area, which A for effort, I guess, but that is not the creative creativity you need when a team is letting you have the ball. There, there was times where I saw Lewis Morgan literally stand still with the ball for a good three seconds or more. No Minnesota player pressured him, and he did nothing because nobody was making a goddamn run. That, it, how do you expect to do anything when you're not moving? Right. And I think the few times I saw movement, they were the, let's go to the wings and hope we can cross the ball in. That movement doesn't work when your opponent is bunkering in and packing up the middle of the field. You gotta do something, and they couldn't do it. 
which brings me to like Lewis Morgan might be the best player on the team this year so far. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, I believe, was the only guy who gave 100% for all 90 minutes. He's the only guy that seemed to care about trying something different. I mean, he had two shots from outside the box, which is unheard of in this team over the last few years. He was at least trying something. He, the, the first shot from outside the box, he forced a save. It, I believe it would have either gone in or just clipped the post. Um, the movement, the, or his possession was pretty good. His movement with the ball was pretty good. Uh, he might actually be a playmaker the Red Bulls have been waiting for. Not that he's you know probably the best playmaker in MLS, but he's a guy that works inside the system, at least it seems like. Now, can we get the pieces around him? We'll see. So, I mean, I'm going to talk about the defense, as we did a lot last year, because they they still kept the team in it. They gave up one goal. You expect more than a goal out of the offense at, at your home opener. Yeah. Uh, I They've been playing hard all year, just like they did last for most of last year. So let's hope this continues. Um, at least we know we'll be in most of the games we play this year. Uh, are we going? Is that our? Is that your like? Are we going into our likes? <laughs> yeah, 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 that was mine. Okay. I thought it was pretty obvious when I started heaping yeah. praise on Lewis Morgan. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I guess I'm just throwing to Laquinas. I mean, I think you know he was a late game sub. I do think he had, some, um, you know, he made a few good passes, uh, give you a little something to chew on. Maybe hope that he will in fact make some kind of a difference uh, in the attack. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I'm just gonna give him my like for this one. I like the fact that he was, what was it, like Wednesday or Thursday is when he showed up in New Jersey. And less than half a week with the team, and he's already making a bench appearance. Like, when's the last time you've had a player do that that's, that's coming yeah. in fresh? Yeah. Yep, he was ready to go. Yeah. Um, all right, afterthoughts. Yeah, refereeing. Boo. Yeah, back, back to my dead horse Boo. segment. <laughs> Boo, refereeing. I mean, he missed two clear handballs now the one in the second half that was probably out just outside the box or right or it was right on the line where you can yeah the it was line. right there i'm not saying it's a definite penalty kick but i mean he missed the first one which they had to go to var review that we all saw yes that one in the second half i, I mean i don't first i don't know how you miss it and then i don't know how it doesn't get reviewed that was hand out hand comes out knocks ball down yeah, that one was more obvious than the first one. What's well, not a penalty there? Yeah. The only thing it's not a penalty is if it's outside the box. But it's still it's still a, a free kick. Yeah. Hand yeah. out. Yeah. Hand out. It should be. Great. I promise that the VAR can't call a free kick. That's that's the real issue. And well, you, you need to look at it. it has so they should have they should have called it on the field and then let VAR say, hey, it's not conclusive to right. be a penalty kick, we're gonna call it a free kick instead. Right. But I, I it's. I just don't know how you miss it. I and then know. let's talk about Aaron Long getting taken down the box when the, the ball's literally like a foot away from him mm-hmm. and nothing, not even a VAR check, right? Like I could okay, okay live for the lineman and the referee. Yeah, I can see them missing that call because there's a bunch of players and you don't see it. But when the camera clearly shows the contact is taking him down. Hey, you have a chance to go back and look at it. And that one would not have been a question of inside the box or not. 
that one and Shep said it best like the one penalty call we got was less clear than the two that were missed yeah yeah um I think you have to test me kind of go on, on board with FK who tweeted it but Caden Clark I mean just he hasn't looked right for a long time now uh I don't know what uh, I don't know if he needs a real legitimate change of scenery maybe he needs to go to Austria um you know, uh, obviously he does not look ready for the Bundesliga whatsoever. But, I mean, considering the hopes that a lot of people have for this kid, that he would eventually be a U.S. national team player. Now, he is still young. He can still come around. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like his performances of his late have been very, very disappointing. Uh, then I guess my, my other afterthought really is every time I begin to remotely believe in this team, <laughs> they let me down. Every freaking time. So, I think for the benefit of the entire Red Bull audience, I'm going to forego any hope of the belt, and I'm just going to predict losses for the rest of the year. That's it. Loss <laughs> every game. Doesn't matter if they're playing a B team on Cincinnati because the main players all got COVID. You know, I am predicting a loss no matter what. So that that is my gift to the fan base because as long as I'm predicting misery, they do well, and if I think they're going to do anything right, they do miserably. So, there, there you have it. We should have known that there was no way they were going to win their first three games of the year because they've never done it before. Mm. And we should have just known. That should have been the, the sign right there. True. And we're like, not this team. No. 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 They got our hopes up. They really did. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts about the the Minnesota match? Uh, it sucked, but it could have been worse. It could have been in New England for that Revs game. That was way worse. So <laughs> True. All right. Prediction standings. Nobody got anything right at all. So no change. I'm still in first with two points, and you guys are tied with zero. So let's talk about the next match, which will be against the Columbus crew at home on March 20th, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, at Red Bull Arena on MSG slash MLS Live. Uh, the crew come into this game, two wins and a draw. They beat Vancouver 4-0 on opening weekend. They drew 10 men, San Jose 3-3, and then beat Toronto 2-1. So mixed bag of results, can't really tell anything about those, about how, how Columbus is doing this year. Um, my prediction, I wish I could, I feel like going with the 2-1 win again, but I feel like that streak's now over after, after this week. Um, I'm going to go with a conservative 1-1 draw. I am not sure that we can produce two or more goals against Columbus. They, we traditionally played very tough games against them, haven't really blown them out. And... Unless we get Lakota starting 90 minutes and he blows everybody's socks off, I don't think we're going to start seeing offensive explosion for another at least another few weeks. So, let me face it, a true offensive explosion because after this week, I'm I'm guessing that San Jose and Toronto was more of an aberration than anything else. So that's where I'm saying a one-one draw at home against Columbus. So Truman, what's your prediction? Uh, if we play two forwards, we're going to draw two-two. If we play one forward to start, uh, scoreless draw. I'm going to say draw either way, 
mine mine hedges on how many forwards start that game. So if there's two, two two, if there's one, nil nil. How's that sound? <laughs> I don't feel like you should get the hedge on that one. If it's okay, if it's if it's of Barlow and Klamala, two two. If it's anything else, if it's anything else, scoreless draw. All right. I'm I'm putting your your hedge in here, so. All right, Pat. What's your prediction? All right, so yeah, I think they're gonna lose. Um, <laughs> Gee, who yeah. saw that coming? You know, uh, I just you know I do think Columbus is the better team. I think they've uh, you know it's you got um they're not even relying on Zardis to score anymore. I forget who the guy is, but they got a new goal scorer. Uh, they're looking alright so far. Yeah, I understand they. Uh, drew one of the teams we beat and then beat one of the teams we beat. Uh, but they didn't lose at home. So, and we did. And we lost at home to a meh team. So, therefore, I'm going to go with a 2-1 loss. Uh, Columbus Crew make it, uh, make my home debut uh, miserable this yeah. season. Please, please let Pat have, <laughs> have the week one energy. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. All right. Any other thoughts on the Columbus match? Well, at least I'll get to watch it, I guess. That's the only good yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. So it is time for the dumping grounds. I'm the trash man. All right. So uh, first thing on the dumping ground list, this was announced today. The Court of Sports Arbitration or CAS uh, upheld UEFA's uh, Championship League and Europa League ban of any Russian teams in the tournament. So no Russian teams will be involved going forward in those two tournaments. Kind of surprising, honestly. I When it got brought to that, I figured that they would have let them in because, I don't know, because it would have went against some weird rule that nobody ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, no information yet on the challenge for the FIFA ban, so we'll have to see how that one turns out. Uh, next, this one is seems to be getting weirder by the day. So Chelsea apparently is under sanctions as well as their, uh, I guess, former owner. I'm not sure if he's technically owner at this point. Uh, Abrahamovic. What those sanctions are are still being seen. Uh, Pat had said earlier in the week or last week that uh, basically they couldn't do fancy hotels. They couldn't do all these flights and stuff like that. I thought it was kind of weird, but apparently it's right. And England, the, the government in England is really coming down hard on Chelsea. So their big ones going on this weekend is their FA Cup match at Middlesbrough. Um. In the FA Cup, the ticket sales are split 45% for each team and 10% for the uh, the FA. And apparently, Chelsea's not allowed to collect their 45%. Yep. So Chelsea responded by asking for the, the match we played, played behind closed doors for, quote, sporting integrity. Yeah, nice try, idiots. Yeah. Nice try. That's and the fucking then, dumbest, dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> we have nobody there. Which, they're not stopping the Chelsea fans from showing up. That's what they try to sell it as. Like, oh, our fans can't go, so we shouldn't be able to have their fans there. No, it's just you can't get the money. Yeah. Right. And then apparently 
they would have booked a, a air flight to Millsboro. They're more than likely to do that. And now to take a 10-hour train ride <sighs> before playing the game. How is anything in England a 10-hour train ride? That's what I was kind of wondering. Must be a lot of stops. Uh, yeah, it must be. You know, I'm going to look it up because I honestly, I don't know how far away they are. I don't care. It's like New Jersey. Right? I mean, what's bigger? England or New Jersey? I mean, it's New Jersey size. It's like a three-hour drive anyway. Looks <laughs> a little bigger. Top to bottom, three hours. Come on. Oh, no, you're on a train. And you have to, you're not even going to sit in traffic. It's taking you 10 hours? Now, Middlesbrough is in North, North Yorkshire. And it's 217 miles from London. 10 hours? So, according to... Well, you've seen Harry Potter. They, that's the type of trains they have in England, I believe. So, I don't, oh, know, true. I don't know where the 10-hour number came from. Because now I'm looking at Google. It says, Google says, by train, Middlesbrough to London is 3 hours and 14 minutes. One way. They got a train layover somewhere. That's what it is. They got a train over. Maybe, maybe they have to like. Maybe it's like a freight train. They have to like chase it down while it's moving and hop into the. Uh... It's like a hobo railroad. Yeah, it's a hobo railroad. <laughs> All right, well, let's see what Google Maps Stop off at Ipswich first, eh? Yeah, they uh, they got to carry their uh, their boots and their uh, uniforms and like the little the bag on the stick. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they got to change lines, and that's why. But I mean, still, it's not bad. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I mean, that driving distance—that's what, like, New York to New New England, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like five hours driving. Hours. So I mean, that's. Three hours versus what? Maybe like 30 minutes on a plane? Yeah, it sucks, but... I mean, of all the things to fucking complain about... Hey. I, I don't even remember I saw the 10-hour number. wish I hadn't seen that now. Yeah. Also, one other thing about this uh, sanctioning is that... I heard it on the Caught Offside podcast. Uh, apparently, they can't sell any new tickets uh, to Chelsea, which I don't know if we mentioned that last week, so... All tickets that have been purchased for future Chelsea matches will be honored, but they can no longer sell any new tickets to Chelsea matches. Well, they just propped up the scalper market big time. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know, yeah, right? Buy, buy yourself some Chelsea tickets for, for dirt cheap on StubHub and then relist them. If they're dirt cheap at this point. Yeah. I didn't realize that they couldn't sell. Well, I guess it makes sense. If they can't get income, they, yeah. they can't sell tickets. Right. I'm wondering if they can even sell concessions. I would laugh if they can't even do that. From my understanding, they can like, I think they can sell beer. I think I read, and that's it. So yeah, no all of, I guess I guess they figured the fans would riot if they couldn't drink in the stadium. So let's give them that. Yeah. So what do you guys think of the Chelsea fans uh, chanting Abraham and Vitcher's name? Last weekend, I I mean from reactions from some of them afterwards, it sounds like they realized they done fucked up. <laughs> so I'll give them that. Uh, but yes, it was probably one of the most tone deaf, dumbest things a fan base could ever do. I mean, to an extent, I get it. I mean, they were they were a nobody team before he came around, and, and he brought them championships. So I can I can understand it. Um, 
And, and as far as I know, Abram, Abramovich, I mean, look, his, his money's tied to Putin, but as, as far as I can tell, it's not like he's going around like, yes, Ukraine, they think it's a good idea. You know, like, it, it sounds like he's kind of distanced himself a little bit from wherever, but uh, yeah, it was, it was tone deaf. It was stupid. And I think a lot of them realized they they fucked up afterwards. So I'll give him I'll give him that. I expect nothing less from Chelsea fans. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for dumping grounds? Yeah, we're not talking about the teeny tiny NYCFC banner. That oh, that's right. Hilarious. That's so funny. That, that's just more comic gold right there. Yeah. More comic gold. Tiny I, banner. I oh, figured that would have came up in a different segment this week, but. How? This one I understand. They're, they're trying to pass it off as, well, the, the Yankee banners are the same size. <laughs> yeah, but you know when you guys play a home game, you could probably find a place to display like a giant championship yeah. banner for your home games. Big old, but you don't have to, it doesn't have to be there every day. Exactly. Your home games, boom. Big old banner, there it is. Loud and proud. I I swear to God, uh, when you guys sent that link, I thought it was a joke. I really <laughs> did. I thought that no, was fake. Definitely wasn't. I thought it was like five fans were like, hey, check this out. Imagine, wow. imagine being one of those people that unfurl that banner and and being so fucking joyous about it. It's a fucking poster board. That's not even a banner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, like they were like they were like, oh shit, like what an honor. Hmm. You, you know those signs the marching bands carry in the Macy Day Parade to like identify themselves. That thing mm-hmm. is like that size. Not even. I mean, she's not even that size. They'd wish it was that size. <laughs> Yeah, there's no reason, like Truman said, they can't have a banner. They just bust it out for every game. That's a little bit bigger. I mean, it's it's just, yeah, it's pathetic. They changed the ads on the, the outfields, right, for the, between the two teams. Yeah, yeah, they changed yeah. a lot of shit. A ton of shit gets changed. And That's fucking shocking. And yeah, the Yankee stuff might be, quote, small, but if I remember correctly, it they have one whole wall dedicated in the outfield it's just their logo, and then every, literally every year that they won, just around it. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. From a space perspective, you're talking 26 versus one. 26 smaller makes sense than one small, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, right. I, I, the joke I and I'm I'm actually kind of curious now. I, the joke I made was BWP's retired jersey number was bigger than it. I I think it actually is. I think I it is too. Think it is, yeah. Well, they can get a bigger banner when they get their own stadium. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like that's happening. Don't worry. They have plans. They have plans. They have ideas. They have plans. Yeah. Things are really coming along. Yeah. Garbage barge. Yeah, garbage barge stadium. We know it's happening. All right. Uh, anything else for dumping grounds? Mm, no, nah, because we got I've another dumped. show. We got another show before the U.S. national team. So. Whoop. Yeah, I've dumped enough. Good point. Yep, we do. Okay, uh, before we jump to the next segment, I just remember we got to go back to this. So what's not in the agenda? Uh, New York Red Bulls 2 started off their season the same way the Red Bulls did this week with a loss. Uh, theirs was 2 nothing though, at Miami FC. Their next, and this is their last season in the USL Championship, I guess. Next it year, sucks. they'll be go- moving to the um, MLS next. Super Stupid. Uh, their next match is uh, tomorrow, actually, the 16th, at 7.30 p.m. against Atlanta United 2, and then they follow up uh, on Saturday the 19th at 1 p.m. 
hosting Luton United. So I love how the USL Championship starts and they're already in double week, double match day weeks. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait till the US uh, US soccer just ruins their youth system by letting MLS teams go into their own little private league. Because you know the German system in which they let their youth teams play in the lower divisions has paid dividends, and it was starting to pay dividends for us. This is the dumbest fucking thing. That ah, drives me nuts. But I, and I suppose I shouldn't crow about this after being told that they lost. But uh, Rebel Two being captained by Scotch Plains resident John Murphy. So what up, Scotch Plains? <laughs> All right, and then uh, we had a tweet asking about. Gotham FC, uh, they start their NWSL Challenge Cup group stage game, games um, this Saturday, 7 p.m., when they travel to take on the North Carolina Courage. Their first home game is going to be April 3rd, when they take on the North Carolina Courage. Uh, wow, this kind of sucks. they got to play three straight away games and then three straight home games in this group stage. Yikers. Yeah. They, uh, with the Challenge Cup last year, they made it to the finals, right? Yes. They did. So hopefully they, uh, hopefully it comes back this year and they do well. All right. Uh, so that takes us to the next segment Pat's Betting Corner. All right, so I got some fun ones this week. Uh, here's a fun one. Uh, bet that it, uh, it's an all-MLS all semifinal in CONCACAF Champions League. And do that because it'd just be fun, right? It'd just be fun to see all four teams. Well, not NYCFC, but they're already beating the shit out of communication, so it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, but the other three, that'd be fun. And then my other thing is I think I'm going to bet on a really crappy game, and that would be a Miami versus Cincinnati Draw. That is my bet for the week. I mean, that's that's an early wooden spoon matchup, so. Yep. All right. Uh, So now it's time for the last segment of the show. Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. All right. We could have gone two ways here. Listen, I really wanted to give it to Orlando. Uh, losing two FC Cincinnati, two one at home. I really wanted to do it, but you know I will never take an opportunity to not rep DC United for losing at home to Chicago, two nothing. Ha 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 ha. We're not the only ones that suck at home. <laughs> and we only lost by one goal. Try. Right. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap up this week's show? Fuck no. Nope. Okay. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Rant. Email us. And shit, I didn't check the email. I'm pretty sure there's nothing there, but I might as well check real quick. Uh, nope. Okay, good. Perfect. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Rant On Twitter, at Rant for the show. At Dr. Stooch myself, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Fucking A. Come on. Get your shit together. 
just don't fucking embarrass yourself on the field at home two weeks in a row. I can't handle that shit. Get just get it together. Fucking do this. Oh, by the way, I got I got it. I'm gonna pile on the double win. So Red Bulls win. Please, please, fuck sakes, Rutgers. Yeah. One game, just just win. Just beat Notre Dame. Please, just beat Notre Dame. That's all I have. That'd be a beautiful thing. Come on, let's do it. When's Rutgers playing? Tomorrow night. Okay. For Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode 389 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Bye-bye. Lights.